0: Well, there is an article in the latest issue of Reader's Digest magazine. It's in the health section. Know the signs and how to address them. Joining us from Reader's Digest magazine is Megan Jones. Great to have you on the line, Megan.
1: Thank you. Great to be here.
0: This is a very powerful subject. And it, uh, it's, it was interesting because y- you talk about people self-medicating. You hear about that, but you never think about yourself in the equation. And in, in some cases, it's a fine line.
1: Yeah, people think that self-medicating is maybe only when you're really, really struggling, but we all do it to a certain extent. It's basically just giving your body whatever you believe it needs to feel better without having to drag yourself to the doctor. And some self-medicating can be harmful. Some of it's not so bad if it's done in moderation. Um, But finding that line when it starts to affect your life is is difficult, I think.
2: And we should point out that it's also you know, mentally as well as physically that you are seeking maybe to self-medicate compared to going to the doctor and helping yourself, whether it's depression or pain or or whatnot.
1: Yeah, even trouble falling asleep, people will self-medicate for that kind of thing.
2: And the article
0: even defines, you know, reaching for that ice cream when you're in a sad mood as a form of self-medication. It goes over a number of different types. Of course, pharmaceuticals is is a problem, uh, you know, of late.
1: Yeah, this is a very serious one. So there's nothing wrong with taking a painkiller regularly to manage your arthritis, for example. But popping four pills at once is definitely a red flag. Um, Many people think that if one pill works well, then multiple pills are going to work even better. Um, But overuse is really hard on the liver, and it can cause irreversible damage
0: uh alcohol is another one i you know i'm not one to stray away from good Hollywood whiskey but uh sometimes <laughs> it, it could be more than that it could it could be self medicating
1: yeah most often when people are uh self self soothing using alcohol it's to relieve pain or to help them fall asleep um so a common example is when people use uh uh alcohol like a drink or maybe multiple drinks to fall asleep um that Behavior can sometimes lead to a dependency, though. Uh, So when you start to do things that you normally wouldn't, uh, that's when you know that it's a problem. So having a drink after a long day or on the weekends is, you know, maybe not a huge cause for alarm. But if you're drinking too frequently or too much, that's when you should really start to monitor your habits.
2: And we think more often than not, you know, it is drugs, it is alcohol. But as John says, it it could be picking up uh, that delicious ice cream or maybe some high sugary snacks or salty snacks to really get your body going.
1: Yeah, binging on food when we're under stress is something that a lot of people do um, because snacks that are high in sugar and salt and fat lead to a surge of dopamine in our brains, which makes us feel uh, pleasurable emotions. Um, um, yes, sir, go ahead. Uh, uh, just the difference between occasionally having, you know, a mac and mm-hmm. cheese that's really rich and yeah. delicious and doing something that's harmful is, is when you start to eat irregularly.
0: Right. I, I was uh, knocked out uh, by the, f- the fact that recreational activities could also be a form of self-medicating.
1: Yeah, so hobbies um, like gaming or shopping or using social media, even compulsively, those distract us from the things in our life that stress us out. Um, and they can actually be used to mask the difficult feelings that we're feeling. Um, so if your habits are becoming too distracting... Um, then that's when you need to sort of think about how you're spending your time and whether these things are bringing you pleasure or if you're just using them to distract from something that's bothering you.
2: And this can be very difficult, especially around the holidays, if you are a shopaholic and you're (laughs) wanting to get, you know, those dopamines going. You want to get everyone a, a fabulous gift, but then, you know, it is the credit card that comes at the end of it that then you're going to, it's a whole circle. Then you might pick up maybe the food or the alcohol to soothe yourself from that credit card bill. What to do if we are self-medicating? What are some tips that uh, the doctors and professionals are giving us?
1: Often people who are self-medicating, it's not them who actually notice it first. It's friends or families or colleagues that clock those warning signs, um, like a person becoming withdrawn or becoming less productive. Um, But if you or a a loved one recognize these patterns, um, taking the time to talk with them, your loved ones can help because it helps you to feel less isolated, and also talking to a medical professional because they are the ones that can make a plan to break those habits. Um, At the end of the day, it's not necessarily just breaking the habits, but the underlying issues, addressing those in order to to stop self-medicating.
0: The article is called How to Tell if You're Self-Medicating, Knowing the Signs and How to Address Them in the Health Section, current, current Reader's Digest magazine. Uh, Megan Jones, you guys also have a fantastic website for all kinds of information. That's right. You can find us online at rd.ca. Megan Jones, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk to the Town. Thank you both.